0: Welcome back to episode 27 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I give my overall opinion on a series, and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into the Asterix War. Season 1 was released in 2015 by Studio A1 Pictures. It has 12 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. I watched the series in sub. As for how I discovered the series, the poster looked cool. I always feel like such a clown when I say that. And then of course it was just picked out at random from my watch list. So the world suffered a disaster that led humans to being born with extraordinary physical skill and the ability to harness mana. These Jean Stella use their power to duel in tournaments called Festas. Ayato Amagiri has recently transferred to the Sedukan Academy, which houses Jean Stella, hoping to discover his life's purpose. After an embarrassing first meeting and a rocky relationship with another student named Ulysse Reisfeld, Ayato and Ulysses eventually team up to compete in the 2-on-2 Phoenix Festa. Ayato is a very good-hearted person, but like most anime main characters, has terrible luck. While trying to return a lost item, he accidentally peeps on Yulise. Then while having to duel her as punishment for his actions, he saves her life copping a feel in the process. Thankfully Yulise saw the light arrow that was going to kill her. The opening duel with Ayato's sister was cool, but the first battle I really enjoyed was Ayato versus Yulise. The purpose of the fights in this series are to destroy an opponent's badge not to kill them. This was good because people can still get roughed up, but it gives a weaker opponent a chance to use creativity and intelligence to defeat someone. It doesn't rely completely on who is the most powerful. Yulisa adjusting her flame spear to become longer and thinner, increasing their speed was great. She wasn't just going to spam the same attack repetitively, hoping something would hit. Aito also had a sick one-handed back handspring while blocking and evading her attacks. Aito didn't really get to showcase any offense in this battle due to him being interrupted by an assassin which I actually liked, it saved his awesomeness for later, and as we learned from Saya, Ulysses would have been washed if Ayato had tried because he is so strong. It gave me something to look forward to moving on. A few weeks back in My First Girlfriend is a Gal review, I mentioned the main character Junshi has the wackest hairstyle I've seen in all of anime. While that remains true, I'll be damned if Ayato isn't a close second. Fire your barber, my guy. My only real issue with Ayato this season is he's a little too quick being invested in Ulysses, Like, I like him going to her rescue, but announcing his purpose is to protect a girl he just met is really weird. Ulysses is the princess of Liesel and the 5th highest ranked duelist at the academy. Her first introduction was so overdramatic, like, Aito gave a very reasonable explanation why he accidentally saw her. He is new, he didn't know it was the girl's dorm, he was also returning her most cherished possession. Instead of being grateful and understanding, she tries to murder him. Due to Ulysses' standoffish attitude, many people have and still do challenge her to battle. Ulysses being a princess, other students do not understand why she chooses to fight. Her kingdom is not rich, so she wants to win money from the Festas to fund an orphanage back home. The big fight I like to call Judgment Day, seeing as they're facing off 128 Terminator puppets. Which I enjoyed, I really liked their modeling and how they moved. But I have to say, this fight was kinda meh for me, like... Ulysses was moving great, she kept kicking the puppets away though, and that wasn't doing damage. And when she actually did try to pierce one, her sword gets stuck. She should have been aiming for joints and slicing off limbs to restrict their movement. Instead, she really did nothing to hurt these puppets at all. And of course, as I've mentioned in other series, bullets rarely penetrate a character, they just graze a leg or shoulder. This remained true for the Asterix War as well. When Ayato comes in to save the day, he cuts down three puppets while a huge group just stand there, then he jumps up one floor and he and Ulysses have this long conversation while none of the other 125 puppets come to attack them. Like the puppets just stay down there while they have this huge conversation. That was really dumb because as we see, the puppets could have easily followed them up the one floor with no problems. Then just when I thought this fight was going to pick up and we were actually going to get to see some real action, goes savage and he takes out a group of puppets down so fast that we can't see it. I was super salty about that. Like I'm waiting to finally see this guy in action, and it's just like, oh he was so quick the viewer just couldn't see it. Then it followed with a shot of all 128 puppets in formation, which made no sense as we had already seen multiple of them taken apart. Far beyond repair. Then Ayato evades all the bullets and physical attacks while holding Ulysses. That just does not seem plausible to me, this fight could have been done so much better. Then the great ape looking puppet whose bouncing on Knuckles animation was very poorly done. Got defeated with no issue. The flying with the fire wings looked really cheesy, like this overall fight was just not great. The highlight was Ayato getting a lap pillow, like now Ulysses has seen his power, she cares about him all of a sudden. With Ulysses having no friends at the academy, Ayato offers to join her in the Phoenix Festa after seeing a fire within her, no pun intended. And the only battle worth mentioning for these two in the Festa is the fight against, I would pronounce it Irene, but in the show it's Irene, so... I'll just stick with Irène and Priscilla. And their story was actually kind of sad. The show did well in a short amount of time to make these two likable. It's hard when you're not fighting a villain. They're just people on the other side. The fight was great. I liked Ayato's strategy of attacking the weapon instead of Irène, And the art style change with the red color over Ayato during his power attack was sick. It was a nice fight to end off the season. The next character I want to talk about is Claudia. She's the student council president at the Sudokan Academy. For a student council president, she's pretty laxed, asking Aito to address her informally and showing him some skin just to get a reaction out of him during their first meeting. I was like, okay, she's pretty chill. Claudia had no problem throwing herself at Aito this season, especially in front of Ulysses. Claudia actually cares for Ulysses and considers her a friend when Ulysses does not return the sentiment. And after asking Aito to protect Ulysses, she tries to reward him for the favor. Claudia showed us that Aito is still a boy because a man would have handled that business. I love that Claudia fights using dual blades, they look so cool, and we see while merciful she's still a beast when she's slicing up Silas without killing him. We also see just how mentally strong Claudia is, her weapons project a new death on her every night and it drives most people insane yet Claudia seems stable enough. Next we have Saya, Saya is the childhood friend of Ayato who also attends the academy. Ayato has not seen her in many years due to her family moving overseas and they've reconnected at the academy. I love Saya's personality. I've searched to see if there's a name for it, and I've found no real special title other than Sleepyhead. Her facial expressions damn near never change regardless of her emotions. I just enjoy her chill persona. Unlike the majority of characters who battle with a sword or an axe, Saya uses very advanced guns designed by her father, who is a meteoric engineering researcher. Say that ten times quickly. Saya's purpose for entering the festa is to showcase her father's weapons to prove that he is the best at what he does, after his work's been insulted by students from another school. I love just like Claudia how shameless Saya is, especially when it comes to separating Ayato and Ulysses. When she wants to take Ulysses' place as tour guide but actually ends up learning where everything is herself, was great. Saya's voice actress, Shiori Izawa, also voiced Phantom from Gurley Air Force. Next up is Karin, who is only 13 years old, but is the number one ranked duelist at the school. Despite that, when we first meet her, she seems powerless to stand up to her abusive uncle. She lets him strike her even though she could easily dodge or murder him in an instant if she wanted to. Karin develops admiration for Ayato as he defends her during one of her uncle's outbursts. I enjoy Ayato and Karin's mentor to pupil friendship. He sees her as a child and respects her as such. And I loved how he would give her head pats. Kirin's sword looks so cool and it's just a normal blade which is a funny thing to say when we see all these, I don't even know what to call them, but they're almost like light projection weapons. Kirin just uses a regular blade and it looks so much cooler. All her skills come from hard work and training and right after Ulysses tells Ayato not to show his hand by getting into a duel, he goes and does just that. With good reason of course. Karin versus Ayato was great, we see some awesome swordplay in a circular camera shot while the two were going at it, Kirin ends the fight destroying Aito's badge without him even noticing. She took him down while he was in full power. Aito may not have been looking to her, Kirin and got sloppy due to his time limit coming to an end, but that doesn't take away from her beating him straight up. He wasn't going easy on her, she defeated Aito straight up. Aito shows Kirin that she can go her own way, so I was happy to see her block her uncle's punch and then she just walks away from him. I really enjoyed their dynamic this season. And something I didn't expect to get was Aito vs. Kieran Part 2. It was even sicker than the first time. The choreography was awesome. Clean animation. It was all physical attacks, no magic blasts. Aito showed he's multifaceted using daggers, a spear. I love when Kieran disarmed him. It was great. And then he grabbed her by the throat and slammed her down. It was just such a good action piece. I was ecstatic that Kieran was introduced and partnered with Sai in the Phoenix Festa. I was worried Sia and Lester were going to be a team, which I did not care for at all. So having the tiny terrors instead was great. They both are fighting for their fathers. Kieran was following her uncle's orders to get her father released from prison after he was arrested protecting her. And Saya and Kieran's opening fight in the festa was short but really good. Kieran moving around her opponent, slicing his badge with ease was great. Saya is so small and her gun's giant yet she twirls it around like it's nothing. I love the guy running up the barrel of the gun, just to have him like flicked off and then she blasts the color right off his face. As for friendships, Ulise and Ayato are garbage, Kieran and Saya made them lunch, they support them like crazy, show up for all their matches, and Yulisa and Ayato never return the favor. I don't think they watch one of Saya and Kieran's fight during this entire show. So the last member of the crew is Yabuki, he is the one male friend Ayato gets, this is a harem story after all. He's a good guy. He throws Aito a weapon when he's unarmed during the duel against Ulysses. And just as Aito mentions, I felt it was a double-edged sword seeing as Ulysses may have called off the fight if she knew that Aito had no weapons. But with Yabuki's interference, we'll never know if that was true. Yabuki is Aito's roommate and he's in the newspaper club. He serves as our like source of information for the show. We get to see that he's in some shady business, but we don't fully explore the extent of what it is. All right, now let's get into some nitpicks. At the beginning of the season, the teacher is allowed to carry around a nail-encrusted baseball bat and punch Saya in the head, like what is this, a Catholic school in the 80s? Ulysses tells Ayato he has ketchup on his face, then wipes the side of his neck, like how would you ever get ketchup on your neck? Not that I know the laws in Asterix, but how are Saya, a 16-year-old, and Kirin, a 13-year-old, allowed to go to a liquor store, and then right after they enter a gun store and buy a weapon? Now I actually want to mention a couple highlights. I really like the way the weapons would cube and dematerialize when they were being put away. And many anime have off-brand shoutouts to different companies in their shows, but the makeshift McDonald's in episode 3 was so blatant, food so good even a princess is loving it. Ayato slicing through the water dragon's fireballs then splitting it in two was dope. I hate underwater creatures so when I saw that thing swimming around I was like, oh no, one of my worst fears. When I was a kid I played Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, sick game by the way. There's a level where you need to go under murky water and destroy an alien, and I always had to get my dad to beat that part for me because I was so chicken, so it was just kind of a fun callback that it put me back there. And the final highlight was during Kieran and Saya's conversation at the sunset by the pool. The colors that reflected in Kieran's eyes, the color that they did, was really beautiful, just something super small that looked so great. Now we have Best Girl Waifu and Harem. Best Girl is Saya. Saya was a great character, I love how she jumped out of a tree to sneak attack Ayato while he walked another girl home. I enjoyed her team building with Kirin. Saya is a gangster. She domed that girl at the pool and didn't hide. She said, it was me. This is my name. This is my rank and my school affiliation. What's good? You're talking real slick to my partner over there. And during the duel while her opponent monologues, Saya just blasts her, skipping her across the pool like a stone across a lake. It was too funny. Saya also demands for head pats from Ayato like Kirin gets, like how can you not love her? But Saya is not a waifu in my opinion, and the only characters from this series that could hop in my harem are Renesta and Claudia. Alright, now we have final thoughts. The Asterix War was a solid action harem story. The side characters outshine the main duo in my opinion. The world that is built in this series is interesting, and I would be excited to explore more of it. The action was good, not great. But overall, I enjoyed this series and I'd recommend you watch it. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.